Hi. Hello. I'm Allie. I'm Hannah. And you're listening to What's, What's on, on Your Mind? Mind, the podcast. By Moonbed Travel. My microphone started running away. I got, like, <laughs> Did chased it? after it. It started <laughs> slipping down. Anyways, yeah. Hi. It's been a while because we've, I'm not even going to lie, we just totally forgot yep. to upload Yashashree's yep. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that we. Life just happens, like, man. It we, just happens. We recorded it. When did we record it? We recorded it a week early. Yeah, because yeah, we, we recorded did. it when we had already released. We, we had a previous one recorded. Yes. So normally we will upload it right after we record. Yeah. But I, because <laughs> there was that week in between. And I think I in my mind I was like, oh, yeah, we, we already did it. It's done. Yeah, right. Um, I hope people enjoyed that. That was a bit of a scattered, scatterbrain episode, but I think it was fun. It was. It was a bit different to how we usually do it. But uh, mm. that's the joys of having guests on you yeah know? right and yeah. she has such an interesting experience in korea yes you know i yeah. mean i just find a lot of people who come here to not study like korean it's already interesting yeah like <laughs> astrophysics so yeah it was good to have her on and it's hard to believe we only have like five episodes left i know six episodes left this is 24 this is right six, yeah so okay after this five more Four, 25, 26, 27, so 29, for those <laughs> i can't believe you had to count that okay <laughs> I know. Um, I thought of that line from what I lied to you. It was like, never has my poor understanding of math been so cruelly exposed. Rob, yeah, <laughs> Rob, Rob says that. Okay. I, I think there's like there's like six people, right? Oh, uh, whatever. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. But anyways. Um, so for those of you listening who, who kind of joined us in season two, we always stop our seasons after 30 episodes yes. and then maybe take a couple months break and then come back. Mm-hmm. And this week I will be introducing the word... What's the word for this week? Uh, uh, no, it's totally, it's totally skipped my mind. Run. Run. I don't know how okay. we came up with that. Run, boy, run. I don't know. We um, Funny you should say that because that has to do with my story. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. So I know when we came up with the words for this season, unlike last season where we just came up with random ones each week, week we, um, we, 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 brainstormed a whole bunch of random words and then we just like pointed to the word on the page and that was the word for the week right so it was just a totally random word yeah um but yeah but then i mean that song i sang because i was like (laughs) i know there's a song that she really likes because it's probably my favorite song ever (laughs) really yeah i think so oh wow i love that song okay I love like big instrumental songs. For mm-hmm. those of you who don't know, it's called Run Boy Run by Woodkid. And Woodkid is like this incredible French singer, but he's a composer and all of his music has has these big orchestral like pieces and it did come to my mind. Yeah. So funny <laughs> to say that. Before we start though, I well I'll I'll tell you my concept because my very Korean quiz has to do with my concept. So okay. to not confuse you. So yeah, I thought of that song, Run Boy Run. Yeah. Especially because we've watched The Umbrella Academy yeah. and it came recently. Yeah. And that song is in that show. So I was thinking like of The Umbrella Academy and I don't know if you know this, but they have a huge fan base in Korea. Specifically I know Five. That. I don't really know why. Okay. The character Five um, the actor Aiden Gallagher, they really love him here. So if you ever watch like videos on YouTube for five, a lot of the comments are like Korean. I had no idea. And a no lot of idea. them are made by Koreans. <laughs> I don't know. He's like a cute young Western boy. I think they just think he's cute. Mm, I had no <laughs> idea that the show was even mm. big here at all. I had literally been, no yeah. idea. I think it's kind of like one of those things where it's not like something, it's such a, 
particular show that it's mm. not loved by the whole country but then the fans here are like yeah. uh, just as dedicated as they are in the yeah. west mm. um for those of you who don't know the umbrella academy it's based off of a comic book by um gerard way who's the lead singer of my, my chemical, chemical romance. romance and it's about 43 children are born um with special powers there and seven of them are adopted by this billionaire and he raises them as basically superheroes mm-hmm. but they're really messed up yeah they've got a lot of issues <laughs> um and they find out that there's an apocalypse coming and they all get back together with all of their issues to try and stop the apocalypse from happening yeah so, ali made me watch this show recently for the yeah. first time she'd already watched my it favorite show and then we yeah. watched it all we watched the whole first two seasons mm. there are only two seasons so far and she made me watch both of them and she watched them with me and it was awesome and now it's i really love it <laughs> my favorite show ever i like seriously think about getting that tattoo but anyway um <laughs> they all have a tattoo of an umbrella on their wrist but so i was thinking about umbrella academy and then i just thought about comic books more generally okay so i'm going to talk about comic books and kind of um an interesting history of comic books in korea because mm-hmm. i think people who live here know that Koreans are really obsessed with comics. Yeah. <laughs> so before I do that, I'll go to my very Korean quiz. And the question for this week is per day on Naver Webtoon. So this is an online comic site. Okay. How many users do you think there are per day? Per day. Am I just giving a random yeah, guess? Yeah, just give a okay. guess. Uh, I'm going to say. So, yeah. So the population of Webtoon Korea is what, 50 million, right? Mm. I'm going to go for. I'm gonna go for 7.2 million oh not far 6.5 million readers every single day which might not sound like the country yeah that's I mean that's a huge number yeah um so you can see already like from the get-go Koreans love comics yeah so I thought I'd talk about um maybe like a, a darker side of Korean comic book history I guess okay interesting and what? I'm, I'm really intrigued. A dark An addiction of Korean comic books. We can call it a life-threatening addiction in some cases. Okay. All right. So essentially... You're going to talk about like copycat people? Do they do copycat people? What's that? You know, like, I mean, I mean, some of the comic books might be about like bad things. But you know, when people copycat, when they copy copycat? movies or they copy other you famous things books? or they... Or they copy what happens in the comic book. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Surprise. What's like an example of that? Like, I, I, okay. I, I listen to like true crime stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of like copycat murders. Right, So right, someone right, who then right. looks they up to copy. this thing, they're so obsessed with that one person or yeah. this one thing or this mm. one movie that they copy it. They I do just the same thing. remembered something. When I was in high school, I had this idea for a book about a guy who... It was like going to be a murder mystery book that I wanted to write about a guy who killed people exactly how some like people were killed in books. And then he would leave the book with the page of the murder like at the crime scene. I always thought that would be really interesting. Do it. Hey, I'm going to copyright that. (laughs) Anyways, um, 14 year old dreams unfulfilled. (laughs) Okay, so the emergence of comic book popularity really took off in the late 50s and the early 60s and throughout the 60s and 70s there were what they called reading rooms which are like pc bongs basically they're like manhwa cafes yeah yeah we still have yeah Yeah, they're not they weren't really uh like 
the way manhwa cafes are today. Mm. Manhwa means comic book in Korean, by the way. Uh, but they were, yeah, they were like places where kids, mostly kids, could go and yeah. they could they could read comics, and and they were really really big. So this kind of started around the early '60s, but obviously Confucianism was still pretty prevalent in Korean society. Mm. So parents, like most parents in mm-hmm. the world, they hated it. Okay, and they felt like it was bad for the kids' education. They felt like it was bad for their spiritual development, their morals, things mm. like that. And the reason for that was because most of the comics in Korea were from Japan. And at that point, Japan was obviously much more open to the rest of the world. They were, I would say, more, you know, industrial at that point. So they had a lot of comics that were used, like, for fun. So there's, like, robbery and theft and sword play and sex. So obviously, Korean parents, this is, like, a very, I feel like, a very new thing for Korea. So Mm. people were really put off by it. So it actually got to the point that in 1961, the Park Jong-hee government created the Cartoon Ethics Commission for Juveniles, which (laughs) was basically designed (laughs) for comic book censorship. Okay, yeah. Um, Which I find interesting because there's the implication that adults don't read comics there for juveniles. I mean, maybe they didn't at the time. Maybe all the comics were made for kids. With sex and robbers and Well, for like under, for, for teens, maybe. I guess I guess they were only concerned with censorship for teens. Mm. But it's interesting because you would have thought that like at that point in society they would have censored it in general. Mm. But anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was in 1961. But obviously the popularity of comics continued to grow and in 1964 TV sets were popping up in all of these reading rooms and the TV sets totally filled these places they mostly showed wrestling and boxing matches which mm-hmm. if you talk to a lot of older korean people they love like wwe actually even oh, like really? my boyfriend like grew up yeah it's kind of <laughs> something i didn't really like know but every time i talk to my korean guy friends they like all love wrestling has has the wwe be going on for that long uh, oh, I don't mean like that, but I mean like they've always loved wrestling, oh, and so they okay. all love WWE. Uh, all right, I don't know when right. WWE was made, but uh, okay. it's WWE. WWF. WWF. No W. Wait. W- We're obviously w- not wrestling okay. fans. One of them is F? the World Wildlife. No, WWF F- is the World Wildlife Foundation. WWE is the World Wrestling. It's not WWE, is it? Yeah. Wait. Is it? <laughs> Wait, which way around is no, it? No, it is. It is WWE. Yeah. Yes. Okay. WWE. I don't know what it stands. Oh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I was going to uh, guess that. It but... was founded in 1980. Oh. So, but okay. anyways, like they all love that. My boyfriends love that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. The World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> I always get the two mixed up because I always I think it's going to be like them. the World Wrestling Federation or something. I think it's because when I look at the, yeah, right. And when I look at the logo, yeah. you only see the two W's. Yeah. So I don't remember what the last <laughs> the letters the last one. The and they're two letters. They're like, don't, they're like right next to each other yeah, in the alphabet. <laughs> come on, guys. Anyway. Which okay. one came first? The WWE or the WWF? Well, WWE came in 1980. Okay. Um, and the World Wildlife Fund for Nature is 1961. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, wrestling guys. Come on. So anyway, it should be like the GWE, Global Wrestling Entertainment. I feel like there should be an A, like World Wrestling Association. Yeah. I've never heard of like entertainment. Yeah. yeah. 
like we're experts we didn't even know what it was yeah and we're like giving them tips <laughs> fix yourself yourself. Okay. So lots of people, lots of kids came in to watch wrestling and boxing. So these stores were absolutely packed. And in May of that same year, when all these TVs started popping up, um, 1964, there was a situation where it was really overcrowded. There were 50 kids in one reading room and the floor collapsed (gasps) and 21 of them were like severely injured. Oh my gosh. So yeah (laughs) yeah so these reading rooms were you know under fire and under criticism and it only was made worse two years later (laughs) Uh uh-huh i mean i understand that Mm. they were very busy places Mm. and the problem like the overcrowding like letting too many people in is a problem Mm. but also shouldn't building standards be held more into not in 1964 than... korea <laughs> i know but that's more where they should have gone why could this building not hold 50 kids children you know because they literally didn't have the like infrastructure at the time. <laughs> yeah true i know i know i know i know i mean i'm sure they also okay. cared about yeah. that but i'm only <laughs> approaching this from the comic book angle yeah So the critique that was already there was fueled and then it got even worse in May 1966, two years later. Um, A kid who I believe was maybe 12 years old Mm -hmm. stabbed another kid for a better seat in front of the TV. Are you serious? Mm hmm. I wish I wasn't. (laughs) I mean, like, it's not. It's not. I hate to say it, but it's not like it's not surprising. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not. It's and I feel like, like this is like big God. news in Korea, whereas like in the West, you'd be like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it probably yeah, happened like today one? too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wow. It's odd though because like I don't think about yeah. It's, it's sad. sad. So but, I mean, he didn't mm, like kill him, stab him, right? I it don't was know. Just like a, actually, I don't know. Oh, I I would presume he didn't die because yeah. it didn't say that he died. Okay. So he just was stabbed. But anyways, either way, either way, (laughs) for a better seat, just sit on their lap. Come on. (laughs) So obviously tensions were high. And in 1965, one year after the stabbing, there was a citywide investigation of comic books. And 70 percent of the comic books that were available for purchase and reading in Seoul were considered bad. So what constituted bad i think things with violence, violence with sex things with bad language things with um probably probably things that were anti um uh i can't think of the word my, my mind is blanking um anti-establishment and, oh definitely anti-establishment absolutely but again most of these are probably japanese so there probably wasn't too much commentary on the korean mm. government um but things that were kind of against you know your elders Uh, probably things that went against confucianism and yeah so 70 percent of comic books were considered bad i I do wonder about the 30 percent that were left (laughs) my little pony (laughs) type things or i don't know i wonder if they considered like romance ones bad probably not there probably weren't many there there actually were romance ones i i've seen them yeah in some museums in seoul but um i don't think those would be considered bad no i wouldn't think so Nah. Not unless they get steamy. Steamy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, 
the city starts going on this kind of investigation and, you know, threatening to close shops. So a lot of comic sellers actually ended up burning their own comics. Oh. And there was a situation where a group of comic book sellers, they burned 2,000 comic books on Namsan, Nam oh, Mountain, wow. um, to basically stop them from finding it. And then their comic book wouldn't be, you know, have bad press surrounding it. So Oh, whoa. Everybody that was nervous me of that and anxious. Book. Fahrenheit four five one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the censorship of mm. well, I mean, they just burn all books, don't they? But like the censorship mm. of things by burning them. Wasn't that like the Book Thief as well? I have not read that I one. I read it so long ago. I know, but it's I think death. you're right. There's well, a movie of it, right? And I think oof, I remember there being terrible movie. fire in the it's terrible movie. Seeing fire in the. It's about a little Jewish trailer. girl, and and she she's it's narrated by death. And, and, oh, and he cool. follows her until she dies. She does die. But I think it's about like the burning of the books and things like that. I think you're It's been right. a long time since I read it. I remember the movie was crap, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so things are getting steamy, but not in that way. Smoky. Hot. Hot. <laughs> but also not in that way. <laughs> uh, my page notes are separated. Okay. So <laughs> I have to like turn the page a million times. So... In 1969, so it's been a decade of the Korean government trying to figure out what the heck is going on mm -hmm. with these comic books. Um, there's another committee, the Korean Children's Cartoons Ethic Committee, and they finally decide you need official licenses to open shops, like you need to be regularly monitored and mm. regularly screened, and your store has to have 30% of cultural comic books. Okay. Which I imagine has something to do with like the kings of Chosun yeah. or like great <laughs> Confucian leaders. Yeah. So boring. Probably didn't even sell anything. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how the decade ended, which I thought was interesting. And actually another reason that they had these screenings was because a couple years earlier, there had been cases where there were North Korean spies who were in Seoul and they were putting flyers and posters and comic books around the city. So they might have been slipping comic books oh. into these reading rooms. And these comics were very anti-South Korean government, anti-U.S. And they made it look like it was published by Gukmin Printing Company, which is still a oh, very big printing yeah. company. So they had to kind of monitor for that purpose as yeah, well, which okay. I thought was interesting. Yeah, It's kind of like... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird that they're using like a, a cultural artifact that they don't agree with against the South Korean government. Like they're making comics. I'm assuming North Korean people don't appreciate comics. I mean, I I, time. I guess the the I mean, regular people probably would like if given the opportunity. Read. But I want to read a North. I know they have comic books in North Korea. Mm. I want to read a North Korean comic book. But I mean, the uh, it, it probably goes against everything that the, mm. the leadership says yeah. you know but then but then you i mean watch disney films in <laughs> in north korea though but I, you what you, do you say you can if you're if you're in the higher class yeah uh, i mean the, the higher class do, do want. <laughs> everything that they i mean especially the leadership they just they can do whatever they want mm. like i mean they go and study abroad yeah and they they're that's exposed limited, to all the yeah true. that's very very uh, but they still go and do all of these things which protected. which they would 100 percent kill you for if you I think were they young, have comic books lower down though like that are just kind of kim jong-un but i find it interesting Probably. because they're japanese right but they hate japan so much but they also 
Oh, the comic books? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they also took that culture. Anyway, I'm rambling. So 1969, things are much more restricted. Things are punishable by law. You need a license. Mm. Didn't stop there. Um, things got bad again. Um, quite a few years later, 1972, a 12-year-old strangled himself because he was imitating a comic book character who comes back to life after being killed. So I imagine the kid wanted to see if it was possible. Yeah. And that situation led to a huge night raid by the police and they took 20,500 comic books out of comic book stores. Wow. So <laughs> wow, that's now so this is still the Park Chung-hee regime. Yeah. So I'm mm. just imagining, I mean, imagine being Definitely. the police officers who have to go and like sit and look through the comic books. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what a tedious job. It's interesting because they probably like <laughs> liked some of them. Yeah. They probably were like, yeah. Or they, or they already knew. I, I wonder as well if maybe they, they like drug the owners of the shops out and said, you have to. Yeah, because the owners true. must have known, I guess. Well, I I guess as well, like if you find one in one comic book store, you can you're gonna write it down. You can write it down, and then they can just take it straight right. out of all the others. They right? Probably all so. sold like the same comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The irony of all of this, though, is that newspaper cartoons for adults, yeah, were incredibly popular. They were so popular that ninety percent of the Donga Ilbo, which is a newspaper that. Is still here. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of Donga Able readers admitted that the first thing they did when they got a newspaper was read skip the to the comic books. Huh. And one, and this was in the seventies, so this is in Park Chung Hee's um, government is going on. Mm-hmm. And the most popular comic in the newspaper was a comic book called Kobao, which was a government critique comic. So <laughs> this is like very rare at the time, wow, anyways. Yeah. And then it like shows it's kind of interesting because obviously people at that time didn't speak out against the government very mm. much. So it's interesting to see that obviously they there were a lot of people who were unhappy with the government mm. and the way that they expressed it was through comics. And an American diplomat who was living here at the time, like he talks a lot about it. He wrote a letter back to um, some other politicians in, in the U.S. and uh, said that it was so fascinating to him <laughs> that this was published. Yeah, right. And widely read and they didn't even do anything about it. As far as I know. That's, wow, yeah, that's really... <laughs> I guess they wanted to seem a little bit liberal for yeah. <laughs> for the Americans living in Korea. Sorry, we'll, we'll let you. Just we'll let you. We'll let you have it. You can have, you can have your one, you know. Just but, one. Yeah. <laughs> Tricking the U.S. into thinking that they weren't, you know, yeah. <laughs> an authoritarian government. Um, yeah, so obviously this whole long history of comic books, ne- despite everything that happened, never stopped Koreans from absolutely adoring comic books. Mm-hmm. They, they love comics. Um, you can find so many comic book cafes around Korea, not just in Seoul, mostly in university areas. My favorite one is called Nol Soup, N-U-L-S-U-P. And I like this because they have beds and I go there and I take a nap. (laughs) Um, It's like a library for comic books and you all have your own private bed, which is amazing. You pay for a drink, right? You pay for an hour and then you you get a free drink. Oh, okay. All right. Because I've been to one once with you. Yeah. Yeah. You pay for like a drink, but then it's like 
it's gets you an hour yeah. entry and yeah yeah and then it's like uh i think it's only like four thousand per hour and they have video games nice. in some of them cool you do have to be quiet because it's kind of like a library yeah. but i love sleeping there. <laughs> um so yeah you can check those out they're all over the country nor soup and of course like we mentioned earlier webtoons are the new thing oh yeah so the comic book the text comic book has almost equaled the amount of webtoons that are available um it's a 400 million dollar industry with like i said 6.5 million daily users and that's only naver webtoon so there's lots and Mm -hmm. lots of platforms and of course this love has expanded to a lot of famous webtoons becoming k-dramas Oh, <laughs> why you say that? You thinking of one that you like? Oh, I'm just thinking of I'm thinking of one that's close Ito to one class. Yeah, class. yeah. So some very famous ones I could think of. There was Mary stayed out all night. Oh, I didn't know that was a that was a webtoon. Yep, Moonlight Drawn by Clouds. That was a webtoon. That's a webtoon. Okay, wow. Cheese in the Trap. Good webtoon. Worst drama ever. I've never seen it, and honestly. It's because of the name. I find Cheese it so weird. Yeah. Well, it's like about <laughs> a, a girl who likes a guy and he's being like hard to get. I think I hated every moment of that show. I don't know a single thing about it, except that it has a really stupid name. <sighs> so bad. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, what's wrong with Secretary Kim? okay and now i'm like uh, <laughs> now you're like wait what like, yeah all of these are webtoons there okay. i mean it's like once you realize how many k-dramas come from webtoons you realize how popular webtoons are because mm. they were only made into k-dramas because the webtoon community was so huge yeah that people wanted to see it on In film real life yeah um sweet home Oh, okay. A that's a recent, recent Netflix, recent show, Netflix one, horror yeah. one, and another that's one. Great, actually. Did soon. you watch it? No, I haven't watched it. I it will. was, uh, it was really good. I'll watch that one. Mm-hmm. I'll start it soon. Cool. There's one that I want to see. It's called Mystic Pop Up Bar. Have you ever seen it? I have not watched. That I've one, heard of it, but I also want to watch that yeah. one. Yeah, purely because of the name. I have uh, no idea what happens I'll in tell it. You. But uh, yeah, purely the name sounds really cool. It was also really popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me a bit of Itaewon Class when I was reading the description because Itaewon Class is a very, very progressive um, webtoon and show for Korea. It's essentially about a son who loses his father and ends up running the family restaurant business and he wants to expand it into an enterprise. And basically he has this band of misfits. He he has a transgender friend. He has a girl who she basically has like bipolar disorder. Yes. He has a um, black half Korean half yeah, Ghanaian. Ghanaian, yeah. Is, 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 is yeah, Ghan- yeah, Ghanaian. Yeah, Ghanaian. Yeah, Ghanaian. Friend who's he- fighting for um, Korean citizenship. Mm-hmm. So is an ex-gang member. He yeah, himself ex-gang member. Been in prison. He was in, in prison. Yeah. And so it's just like, um, and and it's basically like anti Chebor. Chebor. Yeah. Which is like the Korean top. Yes. Companies, because <laughs> in this in this country, there are very few people who run everything. Mm-hmm. So so it was very powerful. Um, and I think Mystic Pop-Up Bar follows that. It's a, essentially about a pojang matcha, which is like a pop-up restaurant and yeah. drinking place on the street. And a woman who basically counsels the drunk people who come to her place. Oh, cool. And she ends up helping a bunch of people that she makes it a challenge for herself. And her and her coworkers say, we're going to counsel 100,000 people in one month 
and, oh, wow. and, and help them. So it's I, I'm sure there's a lot of things that they do wrong yeah, and, yeah. and regrets. But yeah, so it sounds really good. Yeah, that does. Actually. I'm glad that these kinds of like because therapy is not something that's normal no, in Korea no, nor not. talked about. So it's kind of exciting to see these dramas being brought up. Yeah. Do you read webtoons? I don't read webtoons. Um, I okay. <laughs> so my friend once sent me a sticker on cacao, like an emoticon mm. on cacao. Cacao uh, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's like Mes- texting. It's, it's a it's a messaging platform. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he sent me this cacao sticker, and I was like, I really love that. That's so cute. And he said, Oh, it's from a webtoon, and so it's about a cat. Um, and I can't remember, there's something special about the cat, but I can't really remember it, honestly. I think I read like the first two chapters and then I forgot to read any more. But, uh, yeah, it's called like A, A Yong? A something? <laughs> no idea. No. <laughs> I've probably sent you the sticker before. The so- webtoon art can be really beautiful. That's like a big reason I think mm. why people mm-hmm. read them. Yeah. And so that was one. And then I always get, I've not read them. Because I don't want to, but I always <laughs> on Harsh. T- on Twitter. I don't know why, but on Twitter, I always get advertisements for raunchy gay lens in? huh lens in comics l e n z h i n. That's a really popular maybe sexy, but they're all webtoon type. They're all. For those who are curious. They're all <laughs> raunchy gay stories. Oh, yeah. I think all it's Lenzen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they do a lot of LGBTQ ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not but just gay, but lesbian. The only and... ones that get advertised to me are the gay ones. I don't search anything for that. <laughs> are you sure about that? You know, it's funny. I watched like a, a couple Bollywood songs the other day. Uh-huh. And now like everything. I got like an advertisement for like a Ganesh statue. It was oh. like oh, get a Ganesh statue for your home. I'm like, wow, okay. I'm hoping it's literally because <laughs> I, literally just because I am in Korea, which is why I get the advertisements for those. Because I don't search for anything. I mean, if it's Lenzen, most of their comics are like or like a big reason people go to them are for LGBTQ comics. Okay. So if they're if if you're in Korea and you're already getting webtoon stuff, then that might be why. And they okay. have English <laughs> comics too, so that's All also right. probably why. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who would like a sexy LGBTQ <laughs> comic website, there you go. Um, yeah, I don't really read webtoons either. I I used to. I used to just read comic books, but when I did read them, I thought they were very good for studying because they come in like small chapters. Mm. So it's interesting. Okay, it's a webtoon is like fan fiction, so you have to wait for the next chapter to be up mm-hmm. uploaded. So I find that is good for studying because you can sit for a week with one chapter, Mm. translate it, really understand it, and then wait for the next one. So I do recommend people who want to study Korean in a more colloquial way, like a very natural Korean, to read webtoons. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, don't read webtoons about Chosun because a lot of them will be written in an ancient (laughs) Korean uh, or an outdated Korean. And you can get the app on your phone so you can read it comfortably. What's the app? Neighbor Webtoon. Oh, it's just Neighbor Webtoon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or Lenzen, if you want the sexy okay. ones. <laughs> What's your favorite K-drama based off of a Webtoon? So of the ones that you just mentioned. I mean, there's so many more. But I don't yeah. know anymore. Do oh. you have any more? Oh, my God. I I won't even start because if I start, okay. I it's just too many. Yeah. Um, of the ones that you mentioned, uh, probably Sweet Home. 
of those ones there. Mm. Although I wouldn't consider Sweet Home a drama, um, like a like a typical know, yeah. Korean, like K drama. It's I not a K drama. It's, it's not a no. drama. But uh, from the ones that you mentioned, Sweet Home is probably my favorite. But of the ones that are actually dramas, mm. probably Ite One Class. Yeah, I, I remember there was one called My ID is Gangnam Beauty. That was a webtoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that one. <laughs> uh, I couldn't even get past the first two episodes. So maybe I should say I hate it with with a bit of a bias mm-hmm. of opinion. Mine is obviously Moonlight Drawn by Clouds. Because oh, that's yeah. one of, just one of my yeah. favorite K-dramas See, I've ever. not finished that one yet. So well, Obviously, it's not your favorite. Because mm. you didn't finish Maybe it. <laughs> I think I, it's because it's not on Netflix, so it's it's oh, not as yeah. comfortable. No, to just, I know what you mean. Like put on watching. You know? Yeah. I used to love Mary stayed out all night, but when I got older, I mean, he was like one of the mean guys who. Mm. So when I got older, I was like, I don't really like the mean guys anymore. Yeah. So I I've seen so many K dramas that I have totally forgotten mm. most of them, mm. except the ones that obviously really stood out to me and that I really liked that or were really bad that one I don't remember a single thing it's happened. forgettable I just remembered when I was in high school I loved the way she did her hair she had full bangs and she had really big curls mm-hmm. which was very unusual for Korean yeah. girls at the time so I remember like and she always wore these huge scarves she was like the for me the founder of like the infinity star <laughs> so I remember I like copied her that's uh-huh. kind of the only reason I remember that show it's not a good show Anyways, yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about this week. Cool. Thank you so much. Try some Korean webtoons. They are available in English on some platforms, so Mm -hmm. you could probably just Google webtoons in English. Korean webtoons in English. (laughs) For people listening who want to know. Or just Google K-dramas based on webtoons, and you can learn that way. Awesome. That was really interesting. Thank you. I didn't know a single thing about comics in Korea. Me too. Until today. Me too. (laughs) nice except for the webtoons that i already okay, knew yeah. but yeah okay and next cool. time you are you gonna do i'm gonna do coffee coffee okay yeah awesome although i think i'm gonna take it in a direction that yeah people won't I, expect don't do coffee shops i'm not I mean, gonna how could you I'm even gonna do, do coffee, coffee shops there's no, some, so, i like this one and it's in Yeonnam-dong, and i like this coffee shop and it's it in Gapyeong. because no. coffee shops in korea close as such an exceptionally fast rate that yeah. probably everything you said by next year would be irrelevant that's true and gone uh-huh so i think i have an idea of what i'm gonna go for okay but i only have uh i have like my anchor point but i whether there's <laughs> anything that's the platform we upload our podcast on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have my anchor point but uh-huh. whether there's like anything else around it mm. that i can put together with it or not i'm not sure yet so i need to find out well guys if you're curious tune in next sunday and you can listen and see what hannah's anchor point is yeah if yeah. i use it if not i mean too bad you said jack a, it's a freaking surprise to me and you to you too yeah okay okay Thanks, guys. Let us know your favorite K-drama or your favorite webtoon with a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash what's on your mind. Yes. Or you can also contact us on yes. all of our social media where Send we are Moon Bear Travel. Except here, but you already know. That. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget our website because yes. we didn't this time. MoonBearTravel.com. Woohoo! Woo. See you next week. Bye.